for 12 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. And we're privileged and happy to have you. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. All right. Good morning, y'all. Welcome to my house. We're here this Saturday morning, like we are every Saturday morning, for the purpose of answering any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. And regular listeners know... um, We don't regularly field very many questions about electricity because that's one of the trades I know the least about. And you don't like fooling with. And I don't like (laughs) fooling with it. There was the last occasion for me fooling with electricity was replacing a garbage disposal at our kitchen sink. And uh, I never felt 120 volts so hard in such a small space, <laughs> and you just can't get out from underneath that sink fast enough while the sparks are flying, and oh, man. So generally speaking, the joke is our house. When Rosie has his red toolbox, which is my electrical toolbox, Jennifer loads up the kids and the pets and just goes and parks at the emergency center and waits <laughs> waits for me to arrive by ambulance. So if you've got an electrical dilemma in about and around your house, we brought an electrician in today, Mr. Ben Perkins from Fox Valley Electric and Solar, to kind of talk through electrical safety at your house. October is fire prevention month okay and we talked last week to open the month with uh topics about fire safety and the difference and and what evolution electrical components have made in our lifetime to become so much more safe than they were so we want to talk about that we want to talk about any electrical dilemma you might be challenged with at your house or or anxious about. And then I've got a a whole litany of questions uh, I'd like to ask Ben myself. So Ben, first, let me welcome you to Rosie on the House. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And we appreciate you showing up on Saturday morning. I understand you're in a bit of a home remodeling project yourself, and uh, that that project's been put on hold this morning so you can come in and visit with us. Yeah, an unintentional uh, home remodel project, but a project nonetheless. So uh, man, well, sometimes it's good to get away from it, though. Yeah, sometimes it is just good to get away with it, uh, from it. Now, you know, you're you're the estimator at Fox Valley. So you you get to see virtually what every proposal your technicians are out there working on? Yes. I mean, what drives the most number of service calls? Um, uh, recently, it's been a lot of panel replacements. Um, having, uh-huh. uh, panel replacements, breaker issues, lots of calls for uh, outlets that are dead in one room or two rooms um, or somewhere down the line. Um, generators also. 
there's been a big increase in generators that people have been wanting to get quoted um, and keep their whole home backed up as well. That uh, that storm in Texas really drove a big a big demand here. I believe is kind of what got it started. Yeah, absolutely. It really did. Uh, shortly thereafter, I mean, it just kind of went haywire. Um, anything that was in stock was immediately gone. So the, the manufacturers are definitely pushing to keep up with the demand now. Well, boy, if you've ever had to live a couple of days without power at the house, you realize the convenient investment. A generator can be absolutely and then if you've ever had to clean out your refrigerator or your freezer uh, <laughs> after the power's been out for a few days then it becomes a really smart investment oh yeah definitely the, boy that's Nobody hard wants to go through that being from her- hurricane territory in south louisiana many times you leave your home uh the power to the community is off and you're not allowed to return for a week or 10 days and oh boy, yeah, I, <laughs> that's I special. That's really special. That. <laughs> <laughs> that is really special. So if you've got a question you'd like to ask our electrician, give us a ring at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-767-4348. And that'll put you right in touch with us here at Rosie on the House. I've got Mr. Ben Perkins from Fox Valley Electric and Solar in here visiting with us this morning. All right, let's talk a little bit about those tools I was explaining. When someone's trying to tackle an electrical do-it-yourself project at home, which isn't anything I would generally recommend at all. But I have my circuit tester, and it's a three-prong device that I plug in to the outlet and it lights up according to what it's detecting in that circuit. Yep. Now, one of the things it's testing is polarity. Yes. And it, that's definitely important. Um, it'll tell you if the if it's reversed, um, which means you have your hot wire on the neutral side and neutral wire on the hot side. And that's a it's a, can be a bad thing. You might not seem like it's that big because the outlet will still function, but you're still pushing power back through the other way. Um, and that can lead to some serious issues down the line. So there's three little lights on the back of this device. I plug it in. All three lights need to come on. If they don't, it indicates one of a few things. Uh, Polarity is reversed. Yep. The ground integrity is not secure. Yep. Uh, and then it has a little button on it. I can push it if it's a GFI circuit to test the GFI. Yes. Um, so I plug that thing in, Ben, if I'm going to work on this circuit, if I'm going to replace some devices and, uh, then I go turn the breaker off. I come back and I make sure that light is off. Yes. Definitely make sure the lights, all the lights are off. All the lights are off. I remove the face plate and then I take what I call it a circuit sniffer, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little pin that you stick in there and it's supposed to light up if it detects any current in there at all. Yes. Because there could possibly be, I could kill the breaker to that receptacle. But in theory, you that junction box could be carrying another complete circuit. Absolutely. And the, if it's, depending on how it's wired, if that neutral has current coming back through it as well, you can, that'll get you too. And the neutral will actually 
when if you get shocked by a neutral, that'll hurt more sometimes than a hot will. And, and I've had electricians see me take that circuit tester out and just kind of wave it around. And I think two or three electricians in the last 10 years have said, don't trust that thing. I, I personally don't. <laughs> Not <laughs> and, at all. <laughs> and I use, it, I use it as my little security blanket just to really double, triple check there's nothing in there. I mean, you can get a, a, a voltage meter for pretty cheap, I think $15 at Home Depot. And to you know use that instead, I when, this was years ago when I was in the field. Uh, we were doing a uh, movie theater. And I had used one of those tickers in a box of wires that I thought were supposed to be dead. And we were cutting and demoing out. It turns out it, that did not function properly. And I got hit really, really hard. Um, I went down off a ladder and kind of sat there for 10 oh, minutes because it went man. up into my shoulder. It really, really hurt. <laughs> so, so I stopped using it that day and went and bought a voltage meter and just stick with those from now on. Okay. But, well... I, I I used them for years as my security blanket. Okay, well, that means that there's really nothing hot in here at all. But uh, when when three different electricians told me, don't trust that thing, don't trust that <laughs> thing, don't trust <laughs> it. Uh, maybe it's like a third fail-safe, you know. Yeah. And maybe if you took the voltage meter on there, make sure it's good, then run that just for another safety thing. But other than that, I, I personally don't. Well, I'll tell you, Ben, when it comes to electricity – uh, my hands start shaking when I'm taking the, the trim screws off the faceplate cover. <laughs> I start shaking then, and I don't quit shaking until I put it all back and it's together. I'll tell you, electricity isn't anything to fool with. I've said for years that if I could be king for a day, there'd be one rule I would mandate on every home in America. And we've got late-breaking news on that coming up that uh, I want to share with all of y'all. We do have Elton, who has called in, and would like to ask a question. I think we'll go on a quick break here. We'll come back, and we'll get to, we'll get to Elton, and then we'll talk about the new upcoming code requirement that's going to be made on every new home after 2022 that uh, I want to talk about what it is because I think I think every home should have it today, regardless of when it was built. So we'll cover that and more when we're back with Mr. Ben Perkins of Fox Valley Electric and Solar. If you'd like to get on, now would be a good time to call. one 767 Elton, you'll be the first caller on when we get back. <laughs> explain that Ben explain that I will I got a good anecdote okay okay go ahead and explain it I'm sorry so for that song Allentown which is where I'm from um, was actually written about Bethlehem because that's where the steel mill was but they couldn't actually he couldn't figure out anything to rhyme with uh, Bethlehem, so he went with Allentown, which is the next town over. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Default. Default. All right. We are here with Ben Perkins of Allentown, Pennsylvania, who currently resides in the greater Phoenix metro area and works for Fox Valley Electric and Solar. And he's here to help answer any electrical question you might have. 
So let's bring Carol into the conversation, who's calling from Apache Junction. Good morning, Carol. How can we help you with your electrical? Well, I hope you can help me. I have replaced a couple of my regular light bulbs with LEDs. And I've noticed at night, after I turn the switch off, my LED keeps glowing. And I don't mess with electricity like you. So I'm kind of like, okay, what's going on here? So does the light, after it stops, once it's glowing, does it stop at all? Does it completely turn off or does it always stay like it's kind of on? It always stays like it's just real low glow. Is it on a dimmer? No. Okay. Um, could be one of two things or multiple things, actually. Um, it depends on the light bulb itself. Um, there's so many different qualities of uh, uh, LED lamps nowadays. So some of them that are have different uh, LED chips in them and the capacitors, they aren't as good as some others. So it might allow some bleed through in that. Um, and secondly, it could be a circuit where you've got some neutral bleeding through somewhere and kind of allowing that fixture to, to stay slightly illuminated, not on all the way, but it'll, it'll flicker and you, you can see it a little bit. Carol, is that a new bulb or is it a few years old? No, it's brand new. Okay. All right. Well, so it potentially could be something along in the circuit, which isn't detrimental. Um, you might run your li- the life of the lamp out faster, but it's not a, thing, it's not a safety concern. Yeah, it's not going to catch on fire. No. <laughs> the beauty no. of LEDs is they don't get hot, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, okay. All right. I appreciate your help. Thank Absolutely. you very much. But now if she has a little current, leaking through maybe that switch device. Um, I mean, it takes a lot less electricity to light up an LED yes. than it does an incandescent. Absolutely. It it could be leaking through that circuit yes. and not manifest itself with a normal light bulb. Right. Um, I've recently changed the light bulbs in the front walk of my house to LEDs. And they would never go off all day long, and they were on a dimmer. And so I had to replace the dimmer because that dimmer was allowing just enough current to go through to allow the LEDs to be lit constantly. Yeah, it's kind of crazy with the way LEDs have, have taken over and the small amount of power that it takes for them um, and, and the draw on the house. You know, that's one of the things we see of people swapping their old lamps for yeah. for new LEDs because it drops their power consumption drastically. Drastically. Absolutely. I mean, LEDs are using a fraction of the electricity of an incandescent. Yeah, and especially with can lights, which I know a lot of people have, um, with those old halogen lamps that are in there, and track lighting as well. Um, those lamps get really hot. They suck a lot of power. So you swap, <clears throat> excuse me, you swap to LEDs and you'll notice a difference and the heat's not there as well, especially in the kitchen, you know, when your stove's on and oh, you're yeah. cooking and you can feel the heat from those lamps, swap to LEDs and you'll notice a temperature difference as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, when, when LEDs first came out, we had an LED, you know, be, because we have this platform of this radio show, anything that comes out new, of course, we're one of the first ones they contact. Oh, we want you to try this. You know, we want you to. So it, it was about 2006. And we had uh, someone come by 
and want to convert all the LE, all the recessed cans in our house to LED bulbs. And so I said, well, I'll, I'll consider it. Why don't you give me a proposal? Well, at the time, LEDs were fairly new. <laughs> he wanted $1,800 just not to replace the fixtures. That was just <laughs> to replace the light bulbs. <laughs> and I said, you know what? LEDs got a ways to go before I can afford it. <laughs> But today, uh, you can get a decent LED, depending on the application, for six or seven bucks. Yes. And, uh, and you'll save that a bunch of electricity in the life of the bulb. And you, it'll, it'll last 10 times longer than anything else you could put up there. Yeah, they've definitely come a long way in price and in quality as well. Um, you can, as you're saying, you can get them for pretty cheap and do your whole house for a relatively inexpensive upgrade. Um, that'll save. That'll give you savings on top of it. And for years, in our recess cans and our art display recess lights, where we were displaying art on a wall, we'd use those halogen bulbs. And if you take an uh, infrared uh, thermometer and shoot up at that light bulb when it's turned on, that halogen bulb is is a, is burning at about the temperature of a candle flame. Yeah, absolutely. So every halogen bulb you've got on in your house is like one lit candle warming up the room. Yep. <laughs> it, I will concede it is beautiful light. I love a halogen light quality, but they're, every one of them is a little heater. Oh, absolutely. And in Arizona, we really don't need that. Oh, the the least don't. amount of heat in the house, the better off. <laughs> All right. We got diverted uh, by Carol's question. But when we get back after bottom of the hour news, I'm going to talk a little bit about this one thing I've insisted must get done. Now, the National Electric Code is being rewritten to accept what should have always been legal. And now they're going to make it mandatory for every home built after 2022. And we're going to talk about it here in this next segment. Because even if your home, I know your home wasn't built after 2022. So there's a very good chance you don't have this device at your home. I want to talk about it. And I want to encourage you to get an estimate to have one installed. Every home should have one. Surge protector. Whole house surge protector. And we'll tell you why when we get back. It's your day with an electrician at Rosie on the house. I want to talk just a minute. Timothy, I see you're calling from Mesa. We're going to get to your question. Hang tight just a couple minutes. I'll jump right on your call. Hang tight. Okay. We're here with Ben Perkins from uh, Fox Valley Electric and Solar. Ben, if someone wanted to get a hold of an electrician, to get someone out to the house to look at a situation, what number would they call? Just call 623-587-7370. You can also contact us from our webpage, which is www.foxvalleyelec, that's E-L-E-C dot com. And if someone wanted to talk to, uh, I, I think y'all's take on solar is extremely innovative and a little bit different than a lot of other solar installers. If someone wanted to talk about solar possibilities or backup generator possibilities or electric wall uh, possibilities at their home, 
What number would they call for that? They call that same number. That's 623-587-7370. All right. Very good. Fox Valley Electric and Solar. Rosie Certified Service Area is, for the most part, valley-wide. And on special occasions, I know Randy's even reached out farther than that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, I want to talk about surge protection because it's been a passion of mine for 15 years. When I first learned about it, I couldn't understand why it wasn't already in the codes. Folks, the, the power generation companies are generating enough electricity for you, your neighbors, and the entire grid. And they're doing it and delivering it to you at close to 120 volts. Right. <laughs> we're we're kind of in, <laughs> in that range. But they're sending it to you in waves, and it could go 108, 9, 10, oh, 140, back to 115, 118. And they, that power is hitting you in waves. Every time it goes over the rating of the electrical equipment in your house, it's excessively wearing those units out. So, a, and, and you, you go to the drugstore or the hardware store, and you buy these silly little things that plug in. You have a you have a you have a dual receptacle, two plug-ins, but your work desk requires eight things to get plugged in. <laughs> so you go buy this thing that plugs into one of those receptacles in the wall, and it has eight plugs on this strip that's called a circuit protector or surge protector. And you plug all that stuff in that one thing, and you think you're protected. You're not. <laughs> no. You're not even close to being protected. You're actually probably going the wrong way with loading that one circuit <laughs> up with so many yeah, you things. Are. <laughs> Absolutely. So, whole house surge protection actually stops all those little peaks of power ever even entering your home. It's not hitting your compressors in your air conditioner, in your refrigerator, in your freezer, it's not which are all expensive electronic components. It's not hitting your big screen TV. It's not hitting your computer. It's not hitting your entertainment equipment. It's not hitting your light circuits. So you're actually protecting your whole home by a device that's mounted where the electricity comes in your house. And when it picks up a surge, it shuts it down in a nanosecond. Yeah. A nanosecond is one billionth of a second. And it sends that to ground. And it never, ever wears out. It's a one-time investment that lasts the life of your home. And it extends the life of every electrical component in your house. I mean, so you think, well, wow, that must really be an expensive device. What are y'all? What are y'all installing whole house surge protectors for right they're, now? They're not that expensive. <laughs> for no. what they get you, yeah. it's the cheapest insurance policy on the planet. I mean, people will spend, you know, you spend eleven thousand dollars on a sub zero fridge. Yeah, or you can spend, you know, a little bit less than that thousands less than that and protect all of your electronics including that $11,000 fridge everything cuz if you get that power surge and that goes through your house you have to replace your and all of your electronics well it's very interesting that uh, we were on the phone Gary and I were on the phone with someone uh 
from National Electric Code. And they said, well, Rosie, again, I mentioned to him, if I could be king for a day. And he said, well, Rosie, we've granted you your wish. We've now adopted that into the code every new home after 2022. So, <laughs> I, I grant the king. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, well, let's get to Tim calling from Mesa, who's been very patient. Let's see if we can bring him into the conversation. He wants to have a day with an electrician, ask a question <clears throat> of our electrician here in studio. Mr. Tim, what are you working on today? Well, so it's already installed, but um, I installed an EV charger. Um, mm -hmm. um, and we have, um, we used uh, six gauge for the conductors, eight gauge for the ground. And uh, this is a hardwired uh, EV charger. Um, so, but Mike, and it's running through three quarter inch uh, EMT. And so my question is, is when that charger is pulling its 48 amps um, at its max draw, to me, that conduit feels hot. I mean, it's not like burning your hand hot, like where you can't hold on to it hot, but it's, it's quite warm. And this is, you know, uh, uh, 190C copper, you know, uh, Home Depot grade, uh -huh. you know, yeah. uh, wire. So, I mean... You know, so and it and it's so it's the right kind of wire that should be for the EV charger. I'm just curious of how hot that hmm. should be. Like, <laughs> that's you know, a, like that's a fair question. <laughs> it's a fair question, and it's tough to answer because it will those wires will get warm, um, especially when it's it's running at its peak when it's pulling its most power and and drawing the hardest. Those wires do get warm. That that's why it has that you know 90 degrees centigrade rating on it. Um, so that, that's the, the temperature that the wire is rated for. So it will definitely get warm. Um, and I know this sounds silly, but is it on a block wall? Uh, no, it's, uh, it's on the interior garage wall. Uh, we ran it, uh, we have a three car garage, so I ran it to the middle, uh, because if we ever get another, another EV, um, that way I'm not running a secondary charger. I can use the same charger for both vehicles. Oh, Okay. Um, because I know some people, they when they have it on a block wall in their garage, they don't realize that that heat transfers from oh. the wall onto the pipe. So in the middle of the day, when those, you know, the heat's beaten down on that wall, that'll also cause that conduit to get warm as well. Um, and I know it's just something silly, but it's always you know start at the very basic things and move on from there. Um, if you're when you're out there, it, is there a smell at all, or is it just warm? No, it's it's just it's just warm. Um, I have pulled the cover off of the EV charger and the breaker. Uh, the wires are as tight as I can get them, you know, and, you know, without like causing obviously damage to the breaker. Um, and, uh, on the EVs on the charger side, um, they're, um, the, the quick lock type connectors where you lift the little tab up and then you slide it in and you push it back down. And so that's all tight and secure. Um, you know, and I haven't noticed any arcing. I haven't noticed any problems. We've had the vehicle since June. Um, and when I temperature test it, you know, with my uh, IR gun, I mean, it's within range given the, the temperature. It's just, I don't know, for me, it felt like it was hot. And I, yeah. I guess at 48 amps, it's going to be hot. But yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah I, I don't think it's anything to worry about. I mean, if, if you would like, give us a call and we can have our technician come out and take a look at it. Um, but if it's not, you know, piping hot and you're not smelling anything, it doesn't smell like electrical arcing. Um, that has a very, very 
distinct smell if you've ever smelled a, a burning outlet um, that, that'll be ingrained in your memory. <laughs> um, but right next to burning flesh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something you want to know about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that's anything. I mean, the, the, they will get warm. It's just it, you're pulling a lot of power, especially when it first starts and you're, you're kicking up that charger. And Tim, um, I, would, I would guess that installing an EV charger is something that most cities would require a permit for. Is that correct? I believe so. Yeah. Um, it's definitely some, it's always good to, you know, have people yeah. come out and take a look at it bef- before yeah. you don't want to get dinged by the city. But And and I would say, Tim, if, if you did this yourself, it sounds like you know what you're doing. Um, I'd go to the city hall and say, look, I put it in. I didn't realize it needed a permit at the time, but I'd, I'd like to uh, pull a permit and ask for an inspection. You've already done what I would have done. I would put the IR gun on it read the temperature and verify it's within range of what that wire's rated for doing. But if you didn't pull a permit, that'd be the other thing I'd think about doing. So Tim, we appreciate the call. Uh, When it comes to electricity, smell, anything that's buzzing. Yep. (laughs) Buzzing is (laughs) not a good thing. (laughs) Or or arcing that you can hear or see. uh, the the heat generated, it's always something to be aware of. Absolutely. At the very least. Yeah, I mean, especially anything that starts arcing, that's that's when you're talking fires. Yeah, talking. That's, I hope that's all you're doing, just yeah. talking about them, not putting them <laughs> not out. Putting them right? out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about one of the things that uh, uh, in remodeling, um, when we go out to someone's house that wants to do a kitchen remodel or bathroom remodel or an addition, of course, one of the things we do is assess the existing box, mm-hmm. you know. So we open the door and we take a picture. Are there any vacancies for more breakers? What's the current load? Is it a 100 or a 200 amp box? I'll tell you, and I don't need to tell you this because you already know it, eight out of 10 either aren't labeled or they're so poorly labeled, you can't even interpret it. <laughs> How do y'all go move to a house? And this is another thing. This this is my next thing, I guess, uh, to get passionate about. Those electrical circuit breakers ought to be clearly labeled. Absolutely. A lot of times it's done with a Sharpie yep. right on the cover panel. And that lasts about four to five years. And it seems like eventually, especially for a panel facing south or west, the (laughs) ink literally gets burned off. I always tell people, I don't care how you really label it in the box, but write it on a piece of paper with a picture, laminate it, and either mount it inside the box or mount it inside in the house somewhere. Absolutely. Having your panels labeled either on the panel or, you know, laminated inside it or somewhere in the house so you or anybody that comes to your house to do any sort of electrical work knows which circuit is which is incredibly important. Um, If I called you and said my panel is not labeled, how would y'all go about doing that? seems like an extremely tedious job. It is. It is tedious. And generally, it's much easier with two people. Yes. Um, and, and just going through one by one and checking outlets, you know, f- turn off the breaker, find where it's dead, find the entire area. Because in a kitchen, you might have one section that's on one 
circuit and then behind you might be an entirely different circuit. So you have to check both of those sides because if you just label kitchen without knowing which side, you could potentially get hurt sure. without turning everything off. So two guys, 200 amp, 2,000 square foot home. How much time are y'all going to spend labeling a panel? As long as it takes to get it right. I mean, it's going to, it's going to take <laughs> half a day, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit less than that, but it's okay. going to take a bit. Okay. Um, it's And it's incredibly important just to know because if something does go wrong and, you know, you don't have time to call an electrician or anything that you've run out, you know where to turn it off. You know what breaker it is. We're here with Ben Perkins, estimator and chief of business development for Fox Valley Electric and Solar. Uh, We'll be back to to answer any questions you might have. If you'd still like to try and get in, the number is one 767 4348. Well, what do you do when all the lines blow up at once? They all want to talk to the electrician. You should answer them all at one time, and the loudest one wins. (laughs) And a phone screener and a producer at the same time. Yeah, we've got got Gary pushing all the buttons back there today. Jennifer's out today. Romy's out today. Uh, So uh, Ben Perkins of Fox Valley Electric and Solar has been in here this past hour helping me uh, educate the Arizona homeowner for uh, electrical issues. Uh, let's bring David into the conversation, find out where David's calling from. Uh, Mr. David? Hi, how you doing? Uh, very good. Now, where in Arizona are you, David? Tempe. Okay, Tempe. And what's your question? I have a house was built in 1959, and I've got a combination of uh, fuses and two circuit breaker boxes. How uh, important is it? Would you think to redo those boxes to update them? Definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you would say a definite important. Huh? Um, yeah, especially, I mean, it's it just with the age of those things. And then when things go bad, you can't really, it's tough to find breakers for it. And then you start winding up with a hodgepodge of things that are all pieced together. Um, so I would definitely, it's time to upgrade to a new panel and put it all in one central location. That way you're not having to run around and, and figure out which one is which. And there's been such an evolution of safety devices Absolutely. in the electrical component systems since 1959. Um, uh, how would David reach Fox Valley? Give us a call, 623-587-7370. It's not something we can estimate over the radio yeah that takes a site visit absolutely you definitely need to get somebody out there take a look at what's going on and what's going to need to happen to to get it taken care of for you um you know with that and especially even in just on the safety side of things then you're going to be protected arc fault breakers for the bedrooms gfi breakers you know you're you're, it's it's definitely time and 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 throw in whole house surge protection while you're there right now uh to get someone from fox valley out to give an estimate. 
Yes. Is there a charge for that? Yes, there is. So it is $75. That gets our fully certified technician out to the door. They'll take a look at what's going on. Um, Once they see the issue from there, they will give you a series of different options to choose from. The options vary in warranty um, and if there's anything else around that general area that needs to be done, something else to take a look at. Um, And that $75 does go towards the cost of the uh, fixing of whatever the issue is. And David, I'll tell you what, because you uh, called the show and got in, uh, we're going to have Jennifer pay that $75. So you call Fox Valley, make the appointment, (laughs) you'll get the analysis done for free. Jennifer will pay the $75. That's what she gets for not being here. That's what she gets for (laughs) not being here. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. We've talked about several things uh, today. Uh, We've got just a minute or two to kind of summarize what we want people to to leave with this week. Uh, I see a couple more callers that we're not going to have time to get to. If you'll just hang on, uh, we'll we'll answer your question off air after after this hour ends. Okay, so if the phone's ringing now, hang on. We'll get you. I promise you we'll get you your answer. all right. What would you, of all that we've talked about this hour, what what should homeowners know? Know that surge protection is a very important thing for your house. Um, for all of the things that you enjoy using, you know, watching TV, having your refrigerator functional, um, definitely something to look into for the future. Um, if you haven't swapped over to LED lamps, definitely do that. Save yourself some money. Cool off your house. Um, label your panels. For your for your own safety, for the safety of any electrician in the future coming to your house, it, it it's something that's very important to have. When you show up at the house, a house you've never been to, and you open the panel and it's nicely, clearly labeled and stuff, I still don't trust it, but it sure is nice to see. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll, you'll watch the electrician's jaw hit the floor because very rarely is that something that we come into into contact with it's just kind of you know uh, some things have been written down or there's nothing at all and then it's just okay let's play the guessing game. the guessing game (laughs) all right very good well again i know you're in the middle of a remodel uh, for your own family at your own home and uh, i think you probably had some work scheduled to get done today i appreciate (laughs) i appreciate you taking the time to come in and join us here in studio it's ben perkins fox valley electric and solar And one more time, if someone wanted to get a hold of Fox Valley, what number would they dial? 623-587-7370. Ben, thanks a bunch. Thank you for having me. All right. The other two callers holding on, just hang on. We'll get to you. Just be all fair. 